Juice, get over here. Get out of my whiskey. Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. All right. All right. Hold on, guys. Hold on a minute here. Juice, seriously, man. You got a problem. Problem with what? You were costing me an arm and a leg of drinking my whiskey all the time. You got to bring your own whiskey next time. Shit. I know you ain't saying I got a drinking problem. You got, I, I, that's exactly what I'm saying. I ain't got no problem drinking at all. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man, and he's the drunken juice, and this is the Chief Seats Podcast. Man, that's where the name comes from. The juice. That's big boy juice. Yeah, it's big boy juice. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like to keep it to where if I start losing my buzz, I can lift my beard up and smell my beard and my buzz comes back. <laughs> that's that's the way I like to keep it. That's actually a pretty good idea. That's I took a, a pee test idea. at work here last week and I told him not to proof it. That'd be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> we we know uh your wife or yours. Your fiance, we know she does the thinking, and uh, you do the and drinking. And I do the drinking. That's the key, boys. You let them do the thinking, you just keep doing the drinking. I, I've been trying that. That's happy wife, happy life right there, buddy. Yes. You make sure, I make sure that uh, she makes all the big decisions, and I make all the little decisions. And we've been together seven years, and ain't been a little decision yet. So she named the baby, you named the dog, huh? Hell no, I don't even get to name the dogs. <laughs> Shit. I got to name the chickens. Oh, uh, well, I guess that counts for some. I didn't name them bastards. I named them chicken one, chicken two, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> All right, man, let's get this show going. We got a big show today. We got a lot of shit to cover. Uh, yeah, you damn right. Fuck. You ain't, you ain't shout outs. Uh, well, well, I mean, I guess we can shout out Donut 5 for coming on last week. It was a fun episode. Uh Hopefully, if anybody else kind of wants to join the show, tell a story, uh, I know I'd be all for it. I'm oh, sure yeah. you would be as well. Yeah, um, uh, we're, we're definitely, after the NFL draft, we're uh, we're definitely going to be a no-man's land for us because uh, we're going to be out of our element, not to talk much about football. Uh, yeah, and I like him. I, I don't know. I kind of like those episodes where we kind of get to interview somebody and oh, maybe yeah. learn something. And yeah. I I would definitely. Uh, it's a fun change of pace for me at least. Or I would like to try to have uh, another emergency personnel, maybe firefighter or medical personnel. Yeah, that'd be come cool. on the show. Um, I know, you know I'm in talks with a uh, person that's in a. I guess he's in a trade. You would call it. Right. Um, yeah, you told uh, me about to kind that. of come on and and talk about that option because most of what. Uh, school systems are preaching to kids anymore is uh, the the college route, which is fine if that's the route you want to do. But I, I think it's very important to kind of get the word out that there are other options um, out there, uh, including trade schools or just going straight into a trade or or um, just going straight into the workforce. So I think it's going to be kind of fun to talk about. And we're going to talk a little bit of sports with him. And uh, uh, he travels a lot with this um, trade that he's in. So I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the the geographical aspect of, of the U.S. and what he's seen and what he likes. And Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be interesting, but I don't really know. I'm not going to get into too much with it because 
I don't know a specific date that we're going to do it, so we'll save it. Save right. it for later, I guess. All right. Uh, and uh, definitely tune in to us uh, here in the coming weeks. We, uh, we're definitely got a, a, a mock draft episode in the works. Um, yeah. I'm also going to be doing a uh, um, listing my uh, top five prospects at each position um here coming up soon i'll be posting that to twitter i i might even uh do a little recording of it uh i haven't decided on that yet but uh definitely going to be putting my rankings out there uh so definitely look for that um so anyways you got your shout outs yeah not really i mean other than uh donut 50 uh I I want to shout out uh, Red Leg again for uh, absolutely you know coming on the show that. and you know trying to get his uh, word out. Um, make sure if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys are uh, you know shouting that out, getting getting the word out here in the state of Kentucky for uh, medicinal cannabis. Um, I believe the uh, bill is HB ninety two. I think. Um, Get that to the Capitol. Let them hear about it. Um, let's get it out there for a vote. Your whiskey done warmed me up. I had to shed the hat. Yeah. I started right. to sweat uh, a little bit. All right. Well, you want to do news time? Yeah, let's do news time. News. Fresh news. News time. All right. Uh, big uh, big signing in the NFL. NFL free agency. Much uh, big signings. Uh, has arrived. Uh, we have a... A boatload of news on it. Uh, first off, I want to get with you and your opinion. Uh, Dak. Dak signs a uh, $160 million contract. $126 million is guaranteed. Um, and it's a, actually a, a, a six-year deal that voids to four years. Right. Um, for, uh, so it spreads the cap, cap out right. six years instead of four, but it's technically only signed with the team for four years yeah you're seeing a lot of teams do that this year and and they're signing and restructuring their deals and and basically it's kind of risky because they could be playing with their future on the salary cap because you don't know what's going to happen with the salary cap moving forward if it's going to go up or down i mean more than likely it should go up but you don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years. <clears throat> yeah, but I think it's it's pretty safe to project that it'll go up from here on out. But um, so here's my thing with the DAC contract. My thing has always been not giving him a big percentage of the cap because you can't put talent around him right. at that point. Um, and I don't like to try and understand the cap. That's way above my head. Um, but... From what I gather, it's what, what'd you say, 136 million guaranteed? Right. Well, isn't like 72 million of that due next year or something like that? 75 million in yeah. the first year. So that would tell me that the biggest cap hit's going to be next year. And I'm okay with that because it seems like not, it's. But that's front. not true. He only has a cap hit of 22.1 million for next year. Okay. So then does the cap hit go up from um, that as the contract goes on? I'm I'm not sure. I see I don't know how the the cap hits. I've read I read an article and it wasn't clear on what what his cap hits would be. All I know is his his dead cap 
would would be if he was released after one year, his dead cap hit would be like uh, seventy two point nine million. Well, that right there, I'll go ahead and tell you that they they're not going to do that. Right, right. Um, but I mean, I I like Dak as a quarterback. the The problem I've always had is the the cap hit percentage and not being able to put talent around him. As long as you can finagle that cap to keep talent around him, I'm a okay with signing him to whatever. As long as you can keep people like Amari Cooper, uh, the offensive line, Ezekiel Elliott, um, all the wide receivers, basically. I want to keep Gallup. I want to keep CeeDee Lamb. I want to keep uh, Leighton Vander Esch. I'd say eventually Demarcus Lawrence is going to be a cap casualty, I would imagine. Oh yeah, looking at it, but I want to keep. Uh, or do you think? Uh, Smith. Do you, Do you think they'll restructure Lawrence? They might, but I know when he signed. I know he's not now. When they signed that deal, he was the highest paid defensive lineman right. in the league. Um, I'm sure somebody has broken that record since then. It seems like they break that record every year when a big name goes up in free agency. Yeah. But, um, so I don't know if they'll. I don't know if Lawrence would take it. I'm all about, like, I'm all about these guys getting paid. But then when it comes to the Cowboys, like, I kind of don't want them to get, like, I want them to take team-friendly deals and stuff, right. which I think right. everybody I has mean, that problem. But, uh, you mean, know, you can't keep part, everybody. Every, right. You know, for the most part, everybody in the league chasing that money, and you can hardly blame them. No, I don't know. I'd be chasing it, too. Opportunity. You know, you got to take it. I mean, yeah, everybody in everyday life chases that. Like, if you get an offer to go make more money, 95% of the time, you take it. Right, like, right. I mean, unless you're just ecstatically happy with where you're at, you yeah. take it. All right. So. Uh, the Titans traded uh, <laughs> tackle Isaiah Wilson, who was their uh, first-round pick last year, to uh, Miami, and all they did was uh, swap seventh-round picks, I believe. Um I heard Wilson was disgruntled there. Um, things just wasn't working out. I don't know what's going to happen in Miami for this kid, but if he was a first-round pick, you know, his potential's there. Man, I don't know. I'll tell you what. Miami's a house fire at the moment. It's kind of like um, you see the Bills jump up to the top of the division last year. Um you see New England spending a ton of money in free agency, which we'll get to here in a second. Right. Uh, to kind of try to get back to the top of that. And then you said, oh, well, Miami was really good last year, too. And it's like Miami's down there like, don't worry about us, guys. And yeah, they no, fucking I... gotten rid of everybody that's got talent on that damn team. Right. So, Nobody, you know, no one's looking at Miami right now. I, they did pull out a few trades. I know they – uh Brought in a linebacker from the Texans, uh, Benaric McKinney. Uh, oh, yeah. Middle linebacker. I liked him. Yeah, like he's, him. A pro, he's a pretty good he player. He's a Pro Bowl caliber linebacker. He, he's, uh, uh, well, yeah, I know that. Bad. They didn't give up much for him. I know the nose tackle that New England signed come from Miami, and there's, um, seems like there's been a few different exits out of Miami. I know the, Oh, Fitzpatrick signed with Washington. Yeah. And then Van Noy's gone. Right. They um, released him. 
there's been I can't think of all of them off the top of my head. I'm sure we'll get to them throughout the off season, but there's been a lot of guys exit Miami from that team last year and they were just getting good. So Right, right. Um I don't know. And I'd like to see the Dolphins good. Like I don't know what to expect from them next year because I don't really know what to expect from uh Tua. Just, yeah. You know, to be totally honest with you, I mean he flashed a few you know, a few games a few times, but for the most part, I wouldn't really that impressed. I was, I, was, I mean, compared to like Burrow and Herbert. Herbert, yeah. Definitely not. Um, all right, the Jets have franchise tag Marcus May. Um, I don't believe they really made a whole lot of noise signing a whole lot of people so far early on in free agency. Right it's now, the Jets, the, it don't matter. The main people. They'll find a way to fuck it up, even if they do. I like their coach that they brought in, but uh, I don't. I don't have a whole. I'm telling you, with the New York Jets, I they can did, see it to believe they did it. Sign, uh, they did sign Corey Davis and Carl Lawson, and uh, brought in linebacker Gerard Davis. So. I like Carl Lawson. Uh, Corey Davis, I've never really been a huge fan of. He's um, okay. He's just a number two in my book. Yeah, he's, he's not a number. He's, he's not like a game a changer. You yeah, know, like he, you're not you're not gonna get game changing production out no. of Car- or out of Corey Davis. Even if you get a thousand yards, it's not gonna be impactful yards. Right. I don't think. No, I mean he's just kind of one of those guys that he can. I mean he can have a good game here and there, but you're uh, not gonna. Yeah, get and he had a, you know he had a heck of a season in a contract year, but like he's never you know for his first round grade. Where he was picked at in the top ten, he's, not he's never to hit it. his. Uh, he'd never, he'd never came to his potential, pretty much. Right. Uh, so I, I mean, but anytime the Jets sign anybody, I say, well, they'll find a way to fuck it up. Do you, do you think they're trying to sign these people for uh, a future quarterback? Or, or do you think they're just trying to add weapons for Darnold? Man, you try to put, you try to figure out what the Jets are doing. You're going down a rabbit hole that you might not be able to come back out of. I mean, seriously, what do you? Th- what route would you take? Would you be keeping Darnold and maybe trying to trade out of that second round pick for more picks? I and, would. And build your team up, or would you? Draft I don't know because I would. I would be looking at all options. Um, if I get a deal that I really like for Darnold. I'm okay with moving off of him. I didn't draft him. Um, I haven't really seen him in practice as the new uh, regime is right. coming in. Um, so I would not have a problem if they wanted to move Darnold, if they got a deal that they liked. But I think for the most part, I think I'd be okay with sitting steady and you know taking the kid out of Oregon, the tackle, or or you know uh, a premier edge rusher or. I'd be all right with sitting at the two, and I'd be all right with trading back. Yeah, I think. I think I'm, the Jets are in a really good position right now. If um, I'm, I think if they'll I'm find them, a way to fuck it up. But if I'm them, if I'm not drafting a quarterback, I'm trading out at number two pick. Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to trade out just to trade out. I mean, I trade out to get more. You know ammunition get more picks i mean this team i'm not gonna take i'm not gonna go too far down no i i'm not saying you could drop drop out of the top five or, or definitely not out of the top 10 you could still get you know an impact player in the top 10 
and get. I might look at dropping down. If say you say you go to where's Carolina seven. Say they drop to eight, seven, seven or eight. eight, seven or eight. Okay. Say they drop to seven. Say they get. Say they pick up uh, a second and a third round pick out of that. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. And I drop back. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. That's what I I think the Jets are in the best position out of anybody going into the draft. Yeah. You know, they don't have to move off of Darnold. They don't have to move off the second pick. No. But there's plenty of interest in both, I would imagine. They got options. So, yeah, I mean, just take whatever option comes to you that you feel is the best and and let's roll. So uh, the biggest news of free agency early on so far has been the New England Patriots. Absolutely. Um, All right, let's get it. They've into made it. some pretty big signings. Um, I love their. I love some of the <laughs> signings. Uh, Matthew Judon. I think. I think he would sell with the Patriots um, because they'll know how to utilize <laughs> him. Yeah, um, I agree. He's a versatile player. He's he's one of those type of players who's. Not really a a pure pass rusher, uh, where you could just stick him on one side and you know let him go. You got to put him in you know good good positions. You know, uh, which Bill Belichick does a fantastic right, job. You of. know, right? And they're bringing it. They're bringing back Matt Matt Patricia from uh, Detroit. Yeah. So that'll help out as well. Um, they also uh, signed uh, Jalen Mills from. Uh, Philly, I think he was. He's a safety, right? Uh, I think he was a, a deep. I think he was a cornerback. He might have been a safety. He might. He's in the defensive backfield. Yeah, he's in secondary. Okay. Um, and then on offense, I love what they did on offense. I do they too. They brought in uh, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, um, and then they're tied in Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, who uh, yeah. are both poor man's. Uh, Gronk, some poor man's Aaron Hernandez. I mean, Henry, you know, he's more like a stretch the field type it's, of guy. And, uh, and, uh, Smith, he's, he's pretty much a baby Gronk. It's, I mean, it's, he it's does, all about he's good at everything, but yep. not great at anything. Yep. And he's, uh, it's all about controlling the middle of the field, which is what Bill Belichick wants to do. Uh, and you get this double tight end set. I think it's a perfect match. Uh, Cam Newton has had a history of being successful when he's had a really good tight end with Greg Olson. Right. Um, I'm not sold have that. Two good tight ends. Yeah, and I'm 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 not sold on Cam Newton, but and they, they also are definitely in putting him in. They traded for Trent Brown. Yeah. Um, of course they did lose uh, right tackle uh, Rich Cannon and. Uh, Guard, guard uh, to me. Joe, Joe Tooney, but uh, I think they also picked up another uh, guard they signed, and I can't remember who it was. I'll have to look it up. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely putting uh, Cam Newton in position to succeed uh, if he's got any of that old Cam Newton left in him. I mean, like I said, I'm not sold. I'm not sold that – he does have any of that old Cam Newton left, and I'm not sold that he doesn't. So, well, I look at it, at it like this: <clears throat> Would you be surprised if they draft a quarterback? No, I but I would either. be surprised if they draft one in the first round. That would probably surprise me too, just because it's Bill Belichick, yeah. and that's not his mo. Second, but... third round, maybe. 
Yeah, that would, would not surprise, surprise me. me. First round, I'd be hard pressed to see him. I haven't seen him draft a first round quarterback ever. Yeah, so that would really surprise me. But I mean, when have you ever seen Bill Belichick spend this kind of money in free agency as well? So I mean, he has before and on certain certain times. Um, but he it's been a while since he definitely done. realizes that uh this team what was it at one point, um, not last year but the year before, um, there was a clip circling the internet with uh Tom Brady looking at his receiver saying, I need you to be faster and more explosive and, and like things that you just can't like, you can't, you can't you know, do that. But it's not their fault. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, if the Patriots are back, uh, we're about to be in an unsufferable or unsufferable time with new England fans. Wouldn't it be crazy to see a Patriots and a Buccaneers, Buccaneers Super, Bowl Super Bowl next year? Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. That would be. That'd be um, a huge. I even though I don't, I wouldn't root for either one of them. I I still would watch it. I don't know. At this point, I'm starting to come around to old Billy Belichick. I uh, man, I, I still think he did a great job coaching last season, even though they went six of ten. Well, yeah, anybody else coaching that damn team would have won like two or three games. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. All right. Uh, so the Bengals signed, and I, I was really hoping the Browns would have got him. The Bengals signed former Saints defensive end, Trey Hendrickson. Uh, I can't remember what the contract was. I had it I had it on my phone, but I didn't write it down. Uh, but, yeah, it's like a four-year deal, like 80-some million, I think. I can't remember. But anyways. But you lose uh, Carl Lawson, so. What is it? They did lose Carl Lawson. I like this pickup for them. Uh, I do too. I'd like it a whole lot better if you stayed Carl Lawson and and now you're pairing somebody on the other side of him. But I would have loved to see Carl who's that kid? go to Cleveland. Who's that? Kid? I think he's at Ohio State. That was on the other side of Lawson on, in Cincinnati. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. I know who you're talking about. But I liked him coming out of the draft, and so maybe. I like Trey but... Hendrickson. I mean, he didn't. He really never got no opportunity up until this year, and when he got opportunity, he's produced. So I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it was a contract year that he did produce in, but I'm not too scared to get him because he four years you know, he sixty wasn't million opportunity before. What was it? Four years, sixty million. Four four years, sixty. Yep. Okay. All right. I knew it was four years and something. But I mean, he's only twenty six years old yeah. as well. So yeah, he's young. I mean, and I'm sure the the Bengals, if he doesn't pan out, they could get out of this contract after the first couple there's years. There's general. It seems like every contract that's being signed, there's a way out for teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the Browns, which I love this, they sign um, safety uh, John Johnson from the Rams. Uh, I love this. This means uh, the Browns' defense and their secondary, they're going to be able to run three safeties at one time. We got Grant Delpit and uh, – Ronnie Harrison, and now you have John Johnson. Or if Grant Delpit isn't what you thought he was going to be, if you Delpit, got a backup yeah. player. We'll, we'll say if Delpit um, pans out, but also we we could have back uh, we could have Carl Joseph back possibly. Right. So we we could start three safeties and run a nickel base defense. Um, 
what from what I've heard, Joe Woods wants to actually run a dime defense. So it wouldn't surprise me to see in the draft that they that they draft secondary in in the first round. Or or draft heavy in the secondary anyways. All right, uh the Texans have signed uh Mark Ingram uh in the trade with uh Miami they picked up Shaq Lawson, by the way. That was that was who they got when they traded uh McKinney. Um Yeah, and I mean Mark Ingram's a name, but I think this is this is yeah, irrelevant. Yeah, not. They kept uh, David Johnson too, so right, I don't really but... know what to make of it. They're both two over the hill running backs. Yeah, I mean, I like Mark Ingram. He can still still produce, but I don't know if he could be that same type that he he was. I mean, I guess this this is a whole lot of Houston doing Houston things, and a they big look reason like they're a train wreck. Man. A big reason um, Deshaun wants out of there. They uh they also signed Tyrod Taylor. Uh, why would you sign Tyrod? I mean, I know Tyrod could be your backup to Deshaun, but you don't really need a a veteran backup like that. Or you know, uh, well, he would be more of a unless guy. Unless uh, you know that Deshaun's not going right, to be there. Right. Unless they know, I think they're going to prepare for the war, the worst. Anyways, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't think anybody's bowled them over on a trade yet. Uh, we'll talk about that with the Bears and Seahawks here in a minute. But yeah. um, I don't know if anybody's really bowled over the Texans with the uh, with a trade. And if well, I not to give too much away, but if if <laughs> if the report is accurate on what Chicago offered Seattle, and that has not come through Houston's desk. I don't know what the hell's going on because I don't know. You know that I don't trade know. offer blew me away. Would you have took it if you were Seattle? Yeah, I probably would have. That's the best you're going to get, probably. What we're talking about, folks, is uh, the Chicago Bears has had aggressively, aggressively went after Russell Wilson with the Seahawks and put in an offer um, where they offered uh, what was it, uh, three first round picks? A third round pick and two starting players. Three, yeah, three first rounders, a third, and two starters. Did is what was what, reported. Did they say what, who the two starters were? No, that was just what was reported, and I think it was Schefter or. Yeah, I think it was Schefter that you had. Yeah, I said it to you. To. I was trying to. Um, okay, so, no, the... it was Pro Football Focus. Okay. Uh, so, generally pretty accurate. They had offered three first round picks, a third. And two starters for Russell Wilson and Seattle declined. I'd have to know who those two starters were. Still yet. I mean. I mean. You're talking about pro football focus. So. Right. They're pretty accurate on who would be a starter. Like they're not going to take a borderline nickel corner and say he's a starter. Right. Right. But I mean, are you. Are we looking at, you know, Khalil Mack? Are we looking at. Oh, I highly doubt you're talking about Khalil Mack. Right. Are we, you know, who are we looking at, though? Are we looking at uh, one of those safeties they got? Uh, <clears throat> Jackson? I don't... Well, I think Eddie Jackson's on the open market right now. Is he on, Okay, he might be on the open market. But, um... I don't... Man, it... I don't... 
I don't know how somebody packages something better than that. I, oh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Houston's going to try to hold out for something better than that because I don't think they'll get it. <clears throat> I don't either. At uh, this point, three, three ones, a three, and two starters. Like, but you got to look at those ones. That's the those, form, you know, man. if Russell Wilson, if they would have made that trade, those ones would have been three late first rounders. They're still ones. And but yeah, but they're still. I'm sure this year's one is one of them. You know, you could always use that for. Um, you know, for uh, a trade-up, you know, you could use that for ammunition later on. Yeah, say well. it's, you can take those twos and, or you take those two ones, add it with your one one year, and you can probably jump up in the top five. Oh, like, yeah, not easily, a number one If not the pick. number one, yeah, yeah so. I, I mean, I don't, I don't <clears throat> hate the trade offer, but I don't, I don't know. Russell Wilson's a one-of-a-kind, you know, one-of-a-generation quarterback. He is, but at this point. He's got all the leverage. It's just like Deshaun. Right. Deshaun's got all the leverage. I, like I think it would be just easy enough just to appease him and bring him <laughs> sign some offensive line. linemen. Like, but you know, what do you think about that? How do you think you know he he pretty much alienated his offensive line? You know how they you know how are they going to look at him next season in the locker room? How are they going to be perceived in the locker room? That, Probably not well, it. but uh, I think they need to start looking in the mirror because there's plenty of stats to back up what Russell's saying. Right, but there's also times where I've seen Russell, you know, take off and start scrambling when he didn't need to. Uh, maybe. And you got to think some of those plays, may, you know, he made big touchdowns off of too. And just the fact that they've not re-signed any linemen since Russell's been there, like that's you've really missed that bad every time. That's true. That's you know, I mean, why why couldn't they've gotten some, you know, uh, <coughs> a Joe Tooney or uh, uh, Trent Williams, you know, somebody or Corey like Lindsay, Lindsay right. out of Corey Green Lindsay, Bay, you could sign the Chargers. Uh, yeah, five years, sixty-two million. Yeah, like, five years, sixty-two million. I. That was great. I think Chargers are really being. I mean, that replaces Pouncey, like, and Lindsley's one of the better centers in the league. Oh yeah, that replaces Pouncey, who retired. Um, yeah. Now you just got to start working on the rest of your line, and and, uh, they already got some pieces on the. Now they lost Hunter Henry, so they need to uh, go after. some more weapons for him. Hopefully they do that in the draft. Um, all right. Uh, the Saints re-signed Jameis Winston. They also, I want to get this right here. They uh, give Taysom Hill a uh, $140 million contract extension. Over that four years. That is completely voided, voidable. Yep. Um. And it's all for salary cap purposes. So I'll tell you what's about to happen. Okay. Um, they're going to go into camp with Jameis and Taysom, and Jameis is going to win the starting job, and Taysom Hill's rest of his contract is going to get voided. Do you think? I don't think Jameis Winston's going to be successful even with the Saints. I do. I think the Saints will be successful with Jameis Winston, but I don't think Jameis Winston will be successful with the Saints. I've always said that Jameis Winston is probably one of the best arm talents 
I've watched. I don't I don't disagree with you on his arm, but he don't have it upstairs. He's not accurate. No, he does but, not throw an accurate ball. Well, you can't I mean, teach accuracy. His it's not accuracy that's his problem. It's decision making and throwing it into triple coverage. Sean Payton can fix that. A year with Drew Brees in the in the same room as you watching film and breaking this stuff down. No, can I'm not fix gonna, a lot of that. I'm not going to say he wouldn't be improved, but I, I still, he doesn't throw a very accurate ball. Um, I think he is accurate. I think it's the fact that he throws it into double and triple coverage and that makes him look inaccurate. I think that's part, part of it. I think that part of his, his turnovers are bad decisions. Half of them I would give you that they're from bad decisions. The other half from... I mean, yeah, he might miss one. He throw. might overthrow one here and... And maybe undershoot this one. And I mean, you're going to have probably, I I would say no more than five of his interceptions a year. And he doesn't do very well throwing his receivers open. Um, No, but that's something else when you're sitting in rooms with Drew Brees. Like he's been the guy since he's been in the league up until last year. uh, Right, right. Uh, so he's never you know, had that tutor behind him. I want to see him, you know, I want to see him translated onto the field before I anoint him. I do too, but I think he's definitely, he's, he will definitely win this job over Taysom Hill. I think he should have won it last year over Taysom Hill. Uh, I think that was Sean Payton trying to make up for the fact that he said. Because he did tell, you know, he was just be, being a man of his work. Yeah, when much, he popped he off, it said Taysom Hill. Hill's the next Steve uh, Young. Right. Like, that was him trying and hoping and praying that it worked. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't work. Not at all. Taysom Hill is a great football player. Don't get me wrong. He's just not a very good quarterback. He's not a good quarterback. He's a great football player, though. He he is a valuable asset to the Saints. Yeah, I love Taysom Hill. I like him. I just don't like him as a quarterback. Speaking of which, uh, Travis Kelsey was on McAfee the other day, uh-huh. and they were talking about the Taysom Hill contract. Uh-huh. And uh, Kelsey said, "Was that what tight ends are getting now? <laughs> I need to, I need to renegotiate." Yeah. He said, <laughs> "Wait, is he tight end or quarterback? What is he?" Yeah, he, he said, "Is that what tight ends are getting? Like, uh, I need to renegotiate." All right, uh, Jacksonville had a busy. Uh, has had a busy offseason. They've acquired uh, Carlos Hyde, uh, Jamal Agnew, Philip Dorsett, um, along with uh, them having the uh, number one overall pick, who, hint, hint, I don't think anybody listening. No, it's Trevor Lawrence. Well, yeah, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Um, And they got uh, Urban Meyer as their head coach. So, uh, Jacksonville's been signing some guys. I've I've it's actually seen some blocks. more. I didn't write them all down, but they got some more signings that they've had since uh, when I redid this. Uh, Did you say Shaquille notes. Griffin? What was it? Did you say Shaquille Griffin? The corner no, from I didn't Seattle. Say that, that was one of them I seen. I forgot about him. Uh, yeah. Then uh, Joe Joe Tooney signs a five year eighty mil eighty million dollar contract 32 and a half uh million guaranteed at the signing bonus how the hell are the chiefs still fucking signing people they well this is what they did they went and they signed joe tooney and they they released eric fisher and mitchell schwartz which i don't blame them they were back that makes a little more sense they weren't uh 
they've been injured the last couple of seasons, so that I don't blame make them. More sense, okay. But anyways, this is ridiculous. How the hell are the Chiefs getting more talented? I don't know. I mean, this is and, bullshit. <laughs> and they went through, and they've already reworked Patrick Mahomes' contract, um, Tyreek Hill's contract, Travis Kelsey's contract. And no, 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 no. Now I I know where you've seen that report because I've seen the same reports Chandler, or uh, Chris Jones's contract. They restructured them. Kelsey denied that. They didn't do that. Kelsey denied it Monday on McAfee that he has not restructured his contract at all. Okay. I've seen the same reports, the same notable sources that you've seen. And well, Kelly, I wonder about but, the rest of them, man. Um, I don't know I about... Think Patrick Mahomes did, because that came out on yeah, so Kelsey didn't, a couple different Kelsey times. didn't say nothing about the rest of them. And he said that he would not be opposed to reworking his deals if they seen it and he thought it would make the team better. But he adamantly denied Monday that, and it's Wednesday right now, he adamantly denied two days ago that he reworked his deal at all, that he has not talked with the Chiefs front office at all this offseason. All right, all right. Uh, guys, make sure you guys are following us on uh, Facebook uh, at the Chief Seats Podcast and on Twitter at Chief Seats Pod 1. Um, like us, follow us, share us, listen to us. All that good stuff. Absolutely, because I ain't funny. Uh, give us some feedback as well, if you don't mind. We, you know, we want other things to talk about. We get tired of listening to Juice. I get tired of uh, listening to him ramble about anything. <laughs> and drinking my whiskey all the time, damn it. I'm about to drink more of your whiskey. You don't get on with it. What's all the right. next headline? All right, so let's get back to the headline. So, I, okay, we talked about the Chiefs. The Raiders have signed uh, Yannick and Uh What was that deal? A two-year deal? 30, Two years, $26 million. $26 million. okay. That's a pretty right. good deal, actually. Yeah, that's... For the Raiders. $13 that's million good deal. a year. Yeah, that's not bad. Um... And like we said, the Chargers signed Corey Lindsay to a five-year, $62.5 million deal. The Washington football team signs Ryan Fitzmagic. I love this move. Um, uh, I know you said that you kind of didn't understand why you already have Alex Smith on the roster and then you right. have Fitzpatrick. I mean. Unless it was, unless it was a salary <laughs> cap. Thing, and I'd you know? say a lot of it is injury concern for Smith, which I can see. Um, and, true, but I, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. So anytime Ryan Fitzpatrick signs, I'm going to love the deal. I mean, I love Alex Smith as well. I I, I do too, and I want to root for him. You know, and I don't – I'm not saying, you know, the injury – the injuries would concern anybody. I get that. Uh, so I really don't blame him on that aspect. But I was just kind of wondering if it was just a salary cap move or if it was because he – because of his injuries. Um. All right. Uh, the Bears have franchised Allen Robinson, and since they didn't get Russell Wilson, they got a nice little constellation prize. <laughs> Andy Dalton, they signed him to a one-year deal worth up to $12 million. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones, who I was actually, this is probably one of my bigger This blew surprise. my mind. Uh, re-signs with the Packers on a four-year, $48 million yep. contract. Did not see that coming. <laughs> I was sitting in a bar with uh, Donut 5-0, actually, and uh, 
we were sitting in there and I'd probably, I think I just bought a bucket of beers. And so I was cracking into them and I just so happened to look up and it was flashing breaking news. Aaron Jones signs. Yeah. And I, yada, yada, I was like, I literally, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. How? I, I was, but Jamal was Williams has been, on that one. Jamal Williams has said like they've, it's all come out that he will be on a new team. The Packers are not bringing him back. So you're looking at the the which I'd rather have Aaron Jones than I would. What is it? Aaron Williams. Jones and Corey is it Corey? No, it's not Corey Dillon that was running um, back for the Bengals for years. Oh. Uh, the guy AJ Dillon. Is it AJ Dillon? AJ Dillon, that's right. Yeah. Dillon. Oh, Quadzilla. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's gonna be your backfield in Green Bay. I like it. And it Lombardi uh was talking on his show that you know, Aaron Jones kind of looked at it as, hey, I get to play with Aaron Rodgers and I got chances to win Super Bowls. And um, another it's team. It's probably close to the money that he would have got. I, I mean, he took a hometown discount, yeah. I think, but it's probably close. Like, it, he probably didn't take, like, he wouldn't have got 12 million more anywhere else. I don't, I don't think. think he would have got 60 million. I don't think he would have got. Yeah. Derrick Henry money. So you, I mean, you might have been able to get it up to fifty-five million. So you're really dropping seven million off the right. table to keep with Aaron Rodgers. And I think uh, this is going to be a good framework for uh, guys coming out with new contracts this coming year. Uh, guys like Nick Chubb and uh, uh, well, Kenyon Drake. He's another one, but I don't think he's going to get signed to a big contract. I don't think he's going to come out with um, big money. I don't think anybody else. Maybe maybe uh, James Conner, he might get paid <clears throat> if it's on a good incentive where he's, healthy, where he's healthy. I don't know if any of the rest of these running backs are going to get big money because Chris Carson's still not signed. Yeah, Chris Carson. I forgot um, yet Carson's not signed. James but, you know, Conner's not signed. A lot of these guys signed. have injury I'd, issues. Yeah. I don't. I don't see any of them. I don't see any of them even coming close to what Jones just got. Oh no, no, not at all. Not these guys. James Conner and and Carson might get something close on the years per on incentive base, maybe. But I don't. They uh, on incentive base, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to get nowhere near this guaranteed right. money. So yeah. Uh. All right. So the Buccaneers has also been. One of the busier teams this year um, in free agency. Um, they re-signed Shaq Barrett, <coughs> Gronk, Levante David, and uh, they tagged Godwin. Yep. And uh, I heard they're back in the running to get Fournette. I don't know if that's true because I also heard the Patriots were interested in Fournette. I've heard that as well. Uh, so, yeah, the Buccaneers look like they're going to try to reload. I don't know about A.B. yet. I haven't heard anything about him. I haven't Actually, heard a word about A.B. Besides these lower-tier receivers like Aguilar and uh, Bourne. I ain't heard nothing on this wide receiver market. Galladay hasn't signed. Schuster hasn't signed. T.Y. Hilton's still out there. T.Y.'s out there. Uh, Samuel, Curtis Samuel, he's still out there. I mean, there's a lot of good receivers out there. Uh-huh. You know, up for the grabbing, and I'm I'm really surprised. I'm really excited to see where Galladay's going to go. Emmanuel Sanders has signed with uh, the Bucket or the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry, 
Um, and AJ Green signed with the Cardinals. All right, uh, and the last little tidbits of news here I got. The Dolphins signed uh, Jacoby Brissett to a one-year deal. It could be worth up to uh, $12 million, I think. Um, and Trent Williams signs a uh, with the 49ers a six-year, $132 million contract. Uh, I like you got anything the, to add to I this like, time? I like the Trent Williams deal. Um, who's Who's left? in free agency that you're really watching, I guess would be my question. I mean, probably the receivers. I want to see where uh-huh. Galladay uh, and Smith-Schuster end up. I'm right there with you. Um, we still got a few more defenders. I'd like to see, um, especially edge defenders, you got uh, Jadavian Clowney still out there. Melvin uh, Ingram's still out there. Yeah, Melvin Ingram. I'd like to see, the Browns picked <clears throat> up uh, Tack McKinley, who's a young and he got some upside, uh, but he's really never yeah. flourished with Atlanta. Uh, they did sign him to a one-year deal. I'd like to see them bring another pass rusher in, whether it be free agency or the draft, uh, and then. There's also a slew of cornerbacks, defensive backs, period, that's yeah. uh, out there. You got Casey Hayward. Um, crap, help me out. You got it up there. There's- All right, so, yeah, that's kind of where I was going with this. Uh, Keanu Neal's still out there. Xavier Rhodes is still out there. Um, I know Ronald Kevin King. to deal with the Broncos. Kevin King is still out there. Kevin the corner King's from Green there. Bay. Uh, Patrick Peterson's still out there. And I'm hearing... I'm hearing that uh, Dilly Lock could be possibly up for a trade. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's a matter of uh, this is the last year on his deal. Uh, Belichick's always been known for if he can get something out of you, he's not going to let you hit the open market. He's just going to get what he can get out of you and, and move on. Hey, you can't basically no. And I mean, it makes sense that the Patriots are not going to pay Gilly Locke 18 to 20 million, which is what top corners are going for. All right. And obviously Gilly Locke is a top corner in this league. Uh, but I seen something on here a minute ago that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Because it was one of my, more favorite deals that, uh, yeah, right here. I actually suggested this on the Browns table for the Browns, uh, yesterday, which was William Jackson, the corner from Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, he has signed at some point today. He, he is expected to sign with the Washington football team three years, 42 million. Um, and this is one of the guys that I suggested that the Browns target to kind of help that secondary, I know right. um, I lo- he I doesn't get that. a much much publicity being from Cincinnati, but William Jackson's a very good corner. Yeah, he is. So now, yeah, my division just got a little bit tougher. Um, and then you got Anthony Harris, the safety from uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I'm surprised out he there. didn't get much love from Cleveland, you know, considering Kevin Stefanski. Yep. Uh, one of the guys that I I did see who's not happy with. Um, uh, oh, he's unsigned. Alexandra Billing away, but um, yep. And I also seen Hassan Hassan, Hassan Reddick. Reddick, yeah. Um, 
is still unsigned. He's another big. Your favorite player in the NFL ain't got no love neither. Who's my favorite player? Oh, Will, Will Fuller. Fuller. None of the receivers really have. <laughs> None of them have. No, they haven't. Which I heard somewhere that Will Fuller like wants top receiver money. Right. Uh, and that's what I his agent's holding out on. He, and money. he's not going to get it. Uh, even uh, Lombardi on his show, the I think it's the GM Shuffle. Is that Lombardi's? Yeah. I believe, yeah. So uh, he talked about Fuller, and he said, and I think it's where I got that from, is that his agent is preaching for top money. No, and he's not worth teams just money. teams just look at him the same way I do as an eight week at an eight week starter as opposed to a sixteen week starter. Now you got to be a seventeen week starter yeah. coming in the next I would year. Get, so you know, I'd give him number two money with incentives. Yeah, I'd give um, him plenty of incentives. I, I wouldn't give him a whole lot of guaranteed money. Uh, uh, Xavier Rhodes is the the other one that I'm basically. I love Xavier Rhodes. I loved him coming out. Um, <clears throat> I loved him in Minnesota. On. Last couple of years, though, he's kind of fallen off. Yeah, but I think he would be perfect in Cleveland as a a veteran, a veteran guy, somebody in that. Uh, what about Richard Sherman? Defensive back. I wouldn't have any problems bringing in Sherman. Sure. Sherman would be, uh, he's very smart. And Same I, thing. And yeah, he he's very be, smart. You pair him with Work that. with Cleveland's defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you he's work. got a relationship with Joe Woods. Yep. Um, I really like that one more so than I do. Just about any of them. I don't know if Cleveland w- will be in the market to bring in a um, a bigger name guy like that. Yeah, and then the big one for me, and I cannot believe has gotten more love. I'd love to see him come to Dallas. Would be Keanu Neal, oh, safety yeah, from safety. Atlanta. Um, he hasn't resigned with no, anybody. he's not. He's unsigned. So I I really and like he's only twenty five years old. So. Yes, and he is he's a, a bruiser too. Yeah, and I I absolutely love him so i i would love to see my cowboys get a hold of him all right uh what do you say we uh move off of football for a little bit here and uh let's get into some tarny talk we got the ncaa hey, you know starting what is it do you know ryan kerrigan's on the market no. from washington ryan kerrigan the edge rusher he's he's on the market yeah oh no he's on i didn't too. i didn't even know he was we still got a. Uh, yeah, there's still a lot of them on there that I didn't know was still on the market, and there's there's still a lot of guys that I've seen that's been signed that I didn't get written down because yeah. So there's, I mean, there's plenty. Like, so we're gonna have more. So let's talk. Let's talk some tourney. Yeah. Uh, the uh, tournament starts on Thursday. Thursday. The first play-in games are Thursday, uh, uh, March eighteenth. So, in light of that, we're having a, a tournament challenge, the Cheap Seats Tournament Challenge on ESPN, if you want to join us. Um, look for the link on Facebook. I know uh, Juice here has shared it. I've shared it. Um, so, look for it. Join it. Fill out a bracket. See what what's up. Talk a little shit to us. Whatever you want to do. Uh, Maybe we might have a little prize at the end for the winner. Maybe we won't. We'll see what happens. Uh, We'll just see how it goes. So Uh, we have nine entered into the group right now. Right. Uh, Yeah, I'd love to get that number up. Um, You can search it on the ESPN app uh, with uh, Cheap Seats. Cheap Seats, one word, podcast. And you should be able to find us. 
uh, without any issues, or like he said, check Facebook. I cannot figure out how to get it off the ESPN app and onto Twitter. For the life of me, I have searched. Same thing. I couldn't do it. I have searched and searched and searched, and I'm usually very good at being able to share things. It doesn't give you the option of sharing it. No, I can't copy the link. I can't do it. Facebook or email is the only options I have to share it. Right. Uh, So I just went through. I actually shared it from Facebook on Twitter. Oh, okay. All right. So, but it doesn't come. It doesn't come up the same way. It just comes up with a Facebook. So then it's just gonna link. take you to the Facebook post, and right. then you're gonna have That's to check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I just, I really like. I, I love because I got a, you know, I got a decent amount of followers on, on Twitter now. So, I, I was hoping we'd get a few more people into it. <coughs> Well, there's still time, so maybe we will. Uh, uh, all right. So, what do you want to do? You want to break this down? Well, let you, me. Are we doing our final fours? Yeah, let me talk to you a little bit all first. Right, let, me. Me, let me give you a little news that's happened since the tournament's uh, getting underway. Rick Patino gets the head back, and I love this. Ricky P going back to the tournament. He's dancing at Iona's yep. head coach. Yep, I love that. I freaking love that. He is sticking it to him. I love that. Um, the uh, sun's not shining very well though on uh, his son Richard Patino as he got fired from uh, Minnesota, but he did <coughs> land on his feet and he's hired as the new head coach for New Mexico State. And uh, Patrick Ewing leads Georgetown back to the tournament. That's pretty much all I got for uh, like the little news side of it. I was going to ask you a few things. It start, starts tomorrow. I was going to ask you who would your your Cinderella picks? Who do you got? Like who would be your candidates for the Cinderella picks? Okay, so the lowest seed I have going into the Elite Eight is a six seed. So I don't know if we can consider that a Cinderella. All right, all right. who's your sixth seed? Uh, Texas Tech. Texas Tech, okay. Um, and then my Sweet Sixteen is not much different. I don't think this is going to be a year for Cinderellas. I think this is going to be a year. I think I'm pretty. I'm okay with the way they've got these teams ranked. So I've got. I'm pretty top heavy in my bracket. All right. I'd say if I have to pick one, um, who could you see see as a, as a potential? We're not saying that you definitely pick them, right? Okay, uh, give me. Give me Oregon State. They're a twelve seed. Give me them. All right. What about uh, Winthrop? They're a number 12 seed. Uh, they've averaged almost 80 points a game this year. They've not played any top 25 talent. Right, year. the problem's that first-round matchup. Uh, you got to be able to find a matchup that you think they win. Villanova yeah. is so well-coached. They're always upperclassmen and, and being but together. They, but, so. they, but they have. They've stumbled here this season. They have, but everybody's stumbled right. this season. So. I'll give you another team. I didn't pick them. I picked them to go farther in the tournament. 
Um, matter of fact, I think I picked them. How far did I get them making it? All right, I got them making it to Sweet 16 at Florida State. <coughs> that wouldn't really consider. No, I mean, it's a four seed, so. I got Oklahoma going going to uh, the the uh, Final Four. Okay. The number eight seed. Okay, so that would be your Cinderella. That would, would be say. my Cinderella. But yeah, I could. I mean, that would. I don't like trying to pick Cinderellas. I don't think there's going to be one this year, to be honest. I mean, I don't want to call Oklahoma a Cinderella because they were in the top ten. Right, and I hate saying they're Oregon very State. Freaky and talented. I hate calling Oregon State a Cinderella potential, but I mean they are a twelve seed. But right. I mean they're still a Power Five conference team. So, well, let's put it this way: Do you do you see any big upsets? Do you see any upsets in the first round that like like get your eye? Uh, there, there, there's one upset I would love to see happen, but I didn't pick it. Is uh. Morehead State over West Virginia. Boy, I hope Shout that. out to Morehead State, by the way. <laughs> Listen, I love Morehead State. I loved it the year they beat Louisville, but boy, I hope it don't happen this year. Why? I got West Virginia going far. Oh, God. So, let's hope not. Um, I'd say the biggest upset that I have in the first round is I did, and I did pick Georgetown to beat Colorado. So... That's a that's that's a twelve over a five. I picked them as well. I picked the winner of uh, Michigan State and UCLA, which I think will be Michigan State to beat BYU in the first round. Yeah. Um. So that's an eleven over a six. I think I picked BYU on that game. I tried to steer away from very many upsets, but I know it's not going to go. And I picked Oregon State to beat Tennessee. Uh, that's another twelve over a five. And basically, I'm picking those, praying I get one of them right. Yeah. Uh, that's generally how I feel these brackets out. The 12, the 12 versus 6, the 11 versus 5. If generally, can, I'll pick three of those at least. If I can get uh, <coughs> my final four picks in the second round, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. If I, get all, if I get my final four correct, I'm thrilled. I mean, if I can just get the teams that I have selected into the second round, I'm happy. <laughs> I don't lose them out on the first round. Yeah, um, having a final four go out in the first—that's really difficult. All but right, uh, what are we doing? We are giving our final fours? Yeah. Uh, we yeah, obviously ain't got enough time to go through the whole bracket. Who do you, this ain't a list. It we got a listed thing coming up too. I think if we have enough time here, we may. Do uh, it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to streamline this a little bit right, because we so don't have enough time to break down the whole let's bracket. Let's do. So. Uh, our, uh, our <clears throat> final four. Who do you got for your final four? Iowa, Michigan, going up against each other from the west and the east. And then I have Texas Tech, West Virginia. All right. Texas Tech, West Virginia. I like, I don't hate those. So players. Iowa, Michigan, Texas Tech, West Virginia. Okay. I have Michigan as the one seed, Iowa as a two seed, West Virginia as a three seed, and Texas Tech as a six. All right. I got in my final four. I got. Oklahoma versus Alabama. And I got Baylor versus Illinois. And who do you got winning it? Boy, I tell you what. I guess first year we ain't had a, a shared team in the final four. Right. We have completely different final four. And I got Alabama and Baylor. 
I have Michigan versus West Virginia. And I got Baylor winning 81-77. I have West Virginia winning 73-67. I really like Alabama. They're really streaky. Uh, they are. really strong. And, boy, teams. if they get hot, they're dangerous. They're they're very dangerous. Um, I love I, I love the way West Virginia's played this year. They have they haven't uh, you said West Virginia. Yeah, I love the way West. That's my national champion. I love the way they played. You you picked West Virginia to win the national championship. Yep, sure did. Is uh, Bob Huggins still head coach there? I have no fucking idea. Because Bob Huggins the coach. I love Huggy Bear. I like him too, but he chokes in the tournament. He does, but hey. All right. Not? All right. So it's a uh, weird year. We got time, real quick. If you want to do. We don't have to, but uh, we got time if you want to do uh, a quick list it. Yeah, sure. All got? right. Our listed subject is, who is your top four all-time favorite NCAA players? Okay. Go ahead. Start off. Number four. Number four, Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince. I love Tayshawn while he was at the University of Kentucky. Um, I think he was one of the first. I was very young when Tayshawn was at Kentucky, but I remember him as really being the first prominent lefty Okay, that I can remember, um, and especially at Kentucky. Uh, very defensive mindset, um, long, athletic, but... Had a jump shot. If I'm not mistaken, he was there with Keith Bogans, who was another one of yeah. my favorite guys. I, I like love Keith that Bogans. team in general. Um, I love Tayshaun Prince. He's part of my Pistons team. Yeah. Uh, he's a hard work, great defensive guy. Yeah, blue-collar mindset. Uh, yeah. Big. He And he was always big in big moments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, he came come up with a big three. Or, yeah. yeah. So um, I really did like that's Tayshaun. That's one of my dudes. All right. Uh, my number four is uh, – Michael Red, uh, former Ohio State, played um in the the, the NBA Milwaukee for Bucks. quite some time. He was a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much injuries. If it wasn't for injuries, he was like a Ray Allen clone. Pretty much, he could shoot from anywhere on the floor. Oh, Michael Red was a stud. Uh, I don't really Andrew remember his Curry. college days, but I do remember him with the Bucks. He's a stud. I loved him and Scooney Penn together. Uh, Scooney was another one, but he didn't make my top four. He'd be honorable mention, though. So, what's your number three favorite all-time player? Uh, my number three is my number three because he didn't play at the University of Kentucky. Um, but I got some sentimental value to it. Uh, Chris Lofton played for the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh-huh. Um, six foot nothing, but I had to play shooting is that, guard. Is that the uh, linebacker, Chris Lofton? <laughs> no. I, I didn't think so. I didn't know if he went from basketball to football. No. Uh, I think Chris is playing overseas right now. Okay, okay. But, um, so he never really, I mean, I think he spent some time in the G League, and then he spent time professionally overseas. But he's from Maysville, Kentucky, which is one town over from my hometown. So. Right. I've played on the playground with Chris. Uh, he's, I think he's four or five years older than me, but I can remember him very vividly throughout his middle school and high school days uh, over there at Maysville. It broke my heart that Tubby wouldn't sign him at the University of Kentucky, but yeah, uh, he made a hell of a run at Tennessee. Again, he's still playing overseas. So, all right. Uh, well, my number three is. Mateen Cleaves. 
point guard, Michigan State, part of the Michigan State Tom Enzo <coughs> National Championship team. He was there with uh, Maurice Port uh, Peterson. Um, at that time, I was kind of going going through a phase where, which I and I do my favorite color is Hunter Green, so I kind of <laughs> like that, and I kind of rooted for Michigan State a little bit. <coughs> Um, definitely not Michigan, but, uh, <laughs> but I love, I really like Mateen Cleaves. He came up big in, in the national championship game. Um, that was in the early two thousands. I can't remember the exact year. Uh, but he was just like the un- unsung hero of the tournament pretty much. Uh, so what's your number two? Give me John Wall. John Wall, former Kentucky. I'm st- I'm sensing a trend here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Wall is kind of that guy. He's you know Calipari's first number one recruit coming in, and he really like it got the spark back for Kentucky fans. Right. When you, I mean, that class was great even before Wall signed. But once Wall signed, it was like, okay, this is we are back. Right. So, and he kind of give that attitude back to Kentucky fans. So, yeah, the attitude that yeah. they think that they're going to win a national championship every year. Bitch, we are going to win that. We're going to win a national championship this year. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> How'd that one go? No, we're going to do it. Fucking, yeah. like somebody that's going to have to drop out due to unforeseen <laughs> reasons, and Kentucky's going to get in there, and we're going to win the whole damn thing. Yeah. Like, um, <coughs> all right, who's your number two? All right, my number my two. Throat. Where's the whiskey? Is uh, Aaron Kraft. Okay. Uh, former point guard, field, not field general, floor gen- general of the Ohio State Buckeyes. He was there with Jared Solinger. Um, I love that. Who put Aaron them Kraft. out of the tournament that year? They what? Who put them out of the tournament that year? Oh, be son of a bitch! It was my Wildcats. Was it them that beat us that yeah. year? I th- I don't think it it was. I think we. Ain't that the year y'all went in as number one seed? Yeah. Did we play you all? I'm no. almost positive elite that's who Final put us out. Four. We played no, you. We, did, did it was we the Elite Eight? I'm all? pretty sure. We lost to Kansas in, in 2012. So who was the team? Was it D'Angelo Russell's year that? Russell was after them. No. That Kentucky put you out in the Elite Eight. Oh yeah, maybe it was. No, I, I don't think Russell ever made. I don't think D'Angelo Russell's teams ever made it that far. Who I think it hell? was in between. Wasn't it? Who uh, was on that Ohio State team, man? I think it was. In, I don't. I can't remember who was on it, but I think it was in between. Uh, I thought it was Solinger's team when you said Solinger. Solinger might have been there, but I don't. I don't think Kraft was there yet. All right. Anyway. So Any anyhow. I'm trying uh, to talk shit. Aaron Kraft, though he. He was, you know, I'm surprised he didn't make it to the, he did make it to the NBA a couple, like, games, but he's more DL, but he just, uh, he was a defensive guru, I mean, this guy left it all on the court, and Listen, you love that about him. This stuff, um, this stuff pretty good. Yeah, I, I definitely like the Seven Williams, uh, single barrel vintage, not bad. It's got a real... I want to say vanilla, but it's not a vanilla, but caramel it's a sweet, vanilla. yeah, caramely, it sweetness to it. nutty kind of taste at yeah. the back. Mm. It's, it's good. good. It's good. Um, All right, where am I at? Am I at you number are number, one? where's your number one at? Uh, damn, there's so many great ones. 
that have come through my program. Uh, let's see. I really liked Michael Kidd Gilchrist, but that's not going to be my number one. That would, I like all, that would have been an honorable mention, but I loved his defensive mindset. Um, I still do. Anthony Davis, of course. I really enjoyed him. But really, I think I'm going to go away from a Kentucky player and somebody that I really followed and really kind of fell in love with while he was a, uh, in college, and I still love him in the pros. Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young was he he was pretty solid. He was pretty uh I mean they, he's one more of more than solid. He was phenomenal. In he was one of the few guys that I would seek out and try to keep up with what their schedule was. But you know something their televised games. They started keying in on him later in the season on Yeah, that, there was nobody else and, on that Oklahoma team. Yeah. Like, and he just couldn't do nothing and, and that Oklahoma team just Oh yeah, you you had nobody awkward. to free him up, but yeah. he's he's one of the few guys that were not in a Kentucky uniform that I was seeking out to watch. All right, so I I would have to say he would be my my number one collegiate player. All right, uh, my number one. You're gonna be proud of me, but first I want to say an, another honorable mention real quick. I, I and I I freaking loved him, and and I'm not a UK fan. I watched him grow as a player, Willie Colley Stein. Yeah, I liked Willie Colley. At I mean, Kentucky. I love and watching I'll tell you, him yeah, grow. I'll go, I'll go deep into some Kentucky history. Uh, I love Marquise Estel. Uh, he, I believe, he was on the Keith Bogans, Tayshawn Prince yeah. teams as the center. Um, and that dude caught. If you threw it to him in the paint, he was catching it. Like he had amazing hands, soft touch, Would rugged have been a great kind tight of guy. End. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, so my number one though, you're gonna be proud of me. It's a, it is a UK guy, um, Scott Paget. Uh, I love, I love the Page. He was part of that Rick Pitino team. He was, he actually early on he was there with Tubby. I honestly, I'm um, not even gonna lie. I thought you were gonna say Skywalker when you. No. Kenny Skywalker. I can't remember Skywalker okay. too much. Well, I when mean, you said it's a Kentucky guy, I thought that's where you were. No, going. not like, Skywalker. It okay. was. Uh, I even like Antoine Walker, but not uh I like it. I like Antoine. Uh I mean I don't Raymer. really remember I like, him at Kentucky. I like a lot of the a lot of the Rick Rick Patino coach teams, let's just say. Yeah, he that. left in ninety eight and I was five years old. Right. I I mean I remember the those teams. I was almost out of high school before you were that's ever your, in diapers. That's, that's your diapers. uh that's your uh weekly fucking millennial juice old shot at Big man. Uh, okay. Anyway, oh, you got anything gosh. else? Because I really got a piece. So. All right. So no, uh, we I've don't have anything else. So that's the end of the show, guys. So uh, <laughs> let's get our glasses up. We want to toast uh, our military, our emergency personnel, our medical personnel, and of course our listeners as always. And I want to say a quick happy trails to a twenty-year <clears throat> career of the one and only. Drew Brees. Yep. Happy trails. Enjoy your retirement. I appreciate everything you've done. As you said, uh, medical personnel, first responders, military, anybody that's out there doing the shit that nobody else wants to do, we would like to salute you. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seats Pod One. Follow us at Facebook at the Cheap Seats Pod. Follow me on TikTok at the Bluegrass Beard. Follow the Big Man at Cheap Seats Pod. On TikTok. Uh, That's it.
Cheers. Has anybody told you you're beautiful? You might be the best looking thing I've seen all day. And we are out. I got to pee.